Episode 11, Drop Feedback Bombs. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Gretchen from Always a Lesson, here to empower you to reach your potential. And you know it, I call you elite because only an elite educator would take time to invest in themselves by listening to a podcast just like this to help hone their craft. Today, I want to help you reignite your passion and potential by talking about dropping feedback bombs. This podcast is especially for those teacher leaders out there, so let's get started. There is no other more helpless feeling than not doing something well and having no idea what to do to fix it, and that is often what happens in education. There are multiple amounts of teachers per one administrator in a building. There's just no way they can provide thorough feedback on a daily basis to each teacher. There isn't enough time in the day or even enough manpower to do it. But that's what's so great about your role as a teacher leader. You've mastered many skills that others in your building are currently developing. And you can take the responsibility off your administrator's plate when it comes to providing feedback on a teacher's performance. Not only is this a time saver, but you're giving back a gift to your profession that will positively affect hundreds, maybe thousands of students. Now that is pretty cool. And I often make the comparison of developing teaching skills with the help of a teacher leader to a sports player acquiring skills with the help of a coach. The player increases their effectiveness because they practice what the coach teaches them. And the coach is often a master of that particular sport and shares their wisdom with the player, often through repetitive practice. But nowhere in education are we seeing this. Some schools have instructional coaches who share their wisdom, but rarely do teachers practice their craft. They read blogs, they get ideas, chat with friends, borrow lesson plans or materials, get tips and tricks from veteran mentors, And these are all great steps towards becoming better instructional leaders in the classroom, but it's still not enough. We need someone to watch us teach and give us feedback in the moment so we can repetitively practice. And that is what I call dropping a feedback bomb. Instead, what is happening is teachers are rated by their administrators a few times per year. Teachers see their rating a few weeks later, missing a whole opportunity to get better immediately. Time has passed, bad habits have formed, and the teacher's left with a bunch of standards on a piece of paper with a rating filled in next to it. Not helpful at all. The frustration here is the teacher has no actionable steps to get better. No, try this next time, or... You could have been stronger in this area if you did X, Y, or Z. It's hard to read between the lines and figure out what tweaks could have been made to receive a higher rating on an evaluation. And to be honest, 
when it's a few weeks later, it's hard to really care. In the meantime, you've taught dozens of other lessons, many of which were probably better than the one your administrator saw. So teachers file it away, wait for the next one to arrive to turn around and file that one away too. Nothing but missed opportunities. We as teachers could never get away with this in our classroom. Johnny, your answer was wrong, but I'll tell you that in two weeks when I pass you back your paper. Instead of putting the right answer or a hint to figure it out, I'll just put an X next to it and put a score on the top of your paper. Bust a lock on your next assignment. I mean, instead, drop a feedback bomb. You, we could all say something more like this. Johnny, you were almost there. Here's the part we need to revisit and get clarity. Let's ask a friend for some help. And now Johnny knows he was incorrect. He knows exactly where he went wrong. And now a friend is going to help him gain the necessary information to get it right. Not in the future, but right now. And I mean, our kids grow like weeds when we take the time to give them feedback, specific feedback that tells them what area to grow in and how. And we even like to give them feedback when things go well. What a concept. And I am not here today to bash the educational system that administrators are currently using to give feedback to teachers. I want to empower you teacher leaders to see the opportunity to step up and close the loop on feedback so not only teachers in your building get stronger, but students start excelling and your school overall achieves greatness. Who doesn't want to be a part of that? First things first, ensure your administration knows you're pulling up your sleeves and diving into the trenches. You know, being on the same page is important for your success for this particular mission. Be sure to carry the standards your district uses, most likely Common Core. Grab the evaluation rubric your school or district uses too. These two tools will keep your feedback focused on the foundation that teachers are going to be rated on. And this helps streamline your approach in helping teachers grow. Next, meet with teachers and share your intention on empowering them to take risks in their classroom without it negatively affecting their formal performance ratings. You want to encourage them to try new things and step out of the box and make change happen right in their own classroom. You are there to guide them and bring out their inner teacher champion. And this will build excitement as teachers feel they now have a say in what they are doing. Many conversations will be spent having to bridge their idea to connect it with the standards or the evaluation rubric. But that is why you're in charge here. And sooner or later, your feedback bombs will ring in their ears before you even give it. And they'll be off to the races, creating and delivering rigorous and engaging lessons. So let me let you in on a tiny secret. Teachers are capable. They have fantastic ideas and they are full of passion. Sometimes they just don't know how to execute their big idea or they just fear it's going to fail. So your knowledge of best practices and extensive experience in the classroom is going to guide them on their journey towards becoming a superstar teacher. So drop those feedback bombs. And once you've met with your administrative team and you've got the okay and you've spoken with staff to let them know of your intentions, it's time to make a plan. I've created a ton of coaching resources on Teachers Pay Teachers, so if you're in need of any of them, just hop on over there and look me up. Always a lesson. You're going to want to plot all the staff members you are going to help on a piece of paper. 
set up a schedule to pop by for five to 10 minutes over a two week period or longer if you need it. This is going to be your baseline data collection for areas teachers need to work on. Once you have these data points, group teachers together who are working on the same skills or techniques. And you can save time by meeting with these mini groups for 10 to 15 minutes after school every so often to share and model best practices and then let the teachers practice. You want the majority of the meeting to be teachers practicing with each other. Role playing builds muscle memory. If teachers are just talking about it, they might do it live in front of students, but if they go through the motions over and over, they're certainly going to do it in front of students. This is where you're the most integral part of the process. When you see something going well, praise a teacher and have them demonstrate it for the group. And when you see something that could be stronger, stop right in the moment, drop a feedback bomb, then step back and let them try it again. We don't want to practice incorrectly, so you have to interrupt. The rest of your time will be spent in classrooms working one-on-one with teachers. Whisper in their ear when you see an opportunity to clarify directions or when you see a behavior needing correction. You can use cue cards so as not to disrupt the flow of the class. Just make sure to go over these with the teachers before suddenly using them in class. I used to use a mini whiteboard. So I didn't have to carry around a lot of little things and I could write more personalized cues in the moment. And hey, if there's even an opportunity to team teach, jump in and model by taking over the class for just a few seconds. I mean, as a teacher, it's super helpful to see great teaching with your actual kids and your actual classroom. I share these ideas in hopes it gives you the tools to help others. We owe it to each other to continue to give back. And unfortunately, I waited until year six to find a book that changed my life. It's called Teach Like a Champion by Doug Lamov. And if you haven't read it, grab it as soon as possible. Even better than the book, though, was being part of Teach Charlotte. It's a teaching fellows program designed by an educational nonprofit called The New Teacher Project. And it teaches teachers how to teach more effectively. Basically, I was taught how to coach teachers, but really, I learned how to teach better. And since these two things entered my life, the book and then this coaching opportunity, my teaching has grown exponentially. And I wish I could go back on those first six years and be better for my kids. I, well... I mean, I wasn't horrible by any means, but I was nowhere near the level I am now, and I certainly didn't get there alone. Having another set of eyes and perspective share their insight and wisdom is life-changing, and our kids deserve to have top-notch teachers. We want teachers to stop reaching out to unreliable sources to gain ideas. They want to be better, but there's no system and place to help them. Once they finish student teaching, they're on their own. But there's so much still to learn. Even when you have a first-year mentor, the mentors are often teaching at the same time a teacher is and can only meet after school to discuss events after they happen. But an instructional coach, they can meet a teacher where they are, help them hone their craft in the moment. It's a powerful movement, and I do not want you to miss out on it. So teacher leaders, I want you to change the profession by creating a culture of feedback. When you meet with these teachers, let them know your feedback bombs are rooted in the rubric and it's not personal. 
You're not going to say things like, I loved it when you said or did blank. That's an opinion statement and not going to help them grow based on the tools they're being assessed upon. In my coaching training, I was taught to give one glow, something a teacher did well, and one grow, something that can be improved upon. So it might sound something like this. You gave specific directions for transitioning to the carpet. Next time, I want you to provide students with a time limit to ensure the transition is as tight as it can be so you can gain instructional time. So now the teacher knows they did something great. They gave clear directions so students could transition to the carpet in an efficient way. But what can make this part of the lesson even stronger is letting students know how long they have to reach the carpet. And I even made sure to tie it to the rubric saying it helps gain instructional time. So now the teacher knows which part of the rubric, most likely efficient procedures or something of the like, that they're working on and have evidence to showcase this standards attribute. Teachers are rarely going to get this specific type of feedback. They're going to appreciate you more than you know. And in a few days when you return, you'll look to see if they've improved on the feedback you gave before. And then you'll just highlight a new area to work on and move forward. I even encourage you to grow and get feedback. Ask the teachers how you could better meet their needs in the classroom. Maybe even ask your administration to follow along when you coach and give you tips on how to be more effective. We want to build a culture of feedback at our school so everyone wins. We are all learners here, and it's best to never stop. That's when you stagnate. And ain't nobody got time for that. Feedback makes the difference in the growth of students and teachers. So go drop some feedback bombs and then shoot me an email at gshultek at gmail.com so I can shout you out for a job well done. All right, elite educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on dropping feedback bombs. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. Hi, elite educators. If you like what you hear, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, and while you're there, leave a rating and review. Also, stay connected with Always a Lesson through social media. Like us on Facebook at Always a Lesson, and follow me personally on Twitter at G Schultek. That's G-S-C-H-U-L-T-E-K. I'm looking forward to connecting with you. Elite educators, are you in need of feeling empowered by someone who is just like you, who does just what you do, and well, just gets it? Then hop on over to alwaysalesson.com to learn more on the blog for tips and tricks of remaining passionate about your current work. Also, check out our social media links for more personal connection to other elite educators just like you. And if you're a newbie educator, grab a copy of my book, Elementary Education 101, What They Didn't Teach You in College, to ensure you beat the learning curve and end your first year ahead of the game. Alwaysalesson.com provides something for everyone. So elite educators, stop by today and get empowered.